Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our storyteller pits us sweet, innocent vampires against a group of crazed cultists who control the fictional city of Jamestown. I am Josh, and I play Clear Visions, the talkative Toreador. This is Ben playing Tommaso, the fully equipped Hikeda. This is Nick playing Jason, the drained. And I'm Russell, and I play the murderous uh, Gordon of Clay and Lasombra. The very mature and stern Gordon, (laughs) who would never stoop to a dick joke. That's right. (laughs) I also would have taken spent. (laughs) I am Mike, adult man, your sardonic storyteller. To set the scene... He is two people. (laughs) I love your Ted Vince. (laughs) Our chronicle opens with daybreak over Jamestown. The sun rises as our coterie begins their day sleep. The local police are horrified as they find a destroyed car with a young woman inside, a shard of glass jammed into her neck. We didn't read. The local police are horrified as they discover we didn't do a recap. (laughs) You should have just kept going. Why doesn't our Coterie recap what happened last time on Monster Game Night? Well, our Coterie decided that it was time to come up for our plan for our upcoming uh, visit with uh, Pisses in the Wind. Sips of the exhaust? Yeah, we're getting out of this bit. Yeah, something like that, right? decided to cross at the river. You had it right the first time. I did, right? (laughs) Yeah, so we decided to cross the river. So Jason went off to prepare for that. Best news of all, Rosetta's back. She's going to drive the the bus across, and then she's going to pick us up, and we're going to get out of here. And Clear Visions is going to facilitate a meeting between some werewolves and vampires. Let's see how that goes. Oh, yeah. Hey, Gordon, didn't you uh, work with some security consultants or something? We worked with some, uh, we have our new security interns. Yes. Yes, we do. How's that going? They get the point of things. Okay. To set the scene, tonight's session opens with daybreak over Jamestown. The Jamestown police are horrified to find the flaming wreck of an old Buick in the Wildcat River. A young woman at the wheel identified as Hannah Mockweg. A shard of glass shoved into her neck. She seems to have been drained of blood. There's our distraction. (laughs) Coming on the heels of the assault on the museum and the chaos brought by the Clear Vision show, this seems to be perhaps more than the city can bear. Timmy spends the day preparing for his new job as a security analyst, and I need each of our Coterie members to make a rouse check as the sun sets. Sniffs the exhaust of the Bonar clan, arrives outside Jamestown, and makes his own preparations to enter the city. Vortex Industries is a world with activity, and dispatches several trucks. It's going to be really awkward when Jason and Sniffs the Exhaust make eye contact as they blow their load. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I need each of our Coterie members to make a rouse check. I got a 10. I'm good. I'm good. Tommaso doesn't get hungrier. I don't get hungrier. Four for four. Oh my God, that's the first time that's happened. This evening opens with Jason seated along the banks of the Wildcat River, polishing his silver sword. What do you wish to do? Uh, First, I'm going to uh, just check around the immediate area 
on this side, and then I want to look to across the river. Give me a roll of wits plus awareness. Jason gazes around. We can hear the gurgling of the Wildcat River nearby. This is fairly close to where you crossed. The river runs fairly shallow here. We, in fact, were able to wade across at this point. I can tell Josh wants to say something. I do. (laughs) Rouse the blood. I do not get hungrier. Jesus. I guess. Five for five. That is four successes. Jason collects himself, finishes polishing his sword, and sheathes it quietly. Listens intently. In the distance, he can hear the soft rumble of diesel engines behind him. Looking around, there are what look like three tanker trucks that say Vortex Energy along the side. Looking across the river, he notices that motorcycles have been crossing for much of the night, in fact. That it looks like almost six cruisers have crossed, and he can hear the sound of other motorcycle engines in the distance. So just to clarify, we've got... Three trucks on this side and six motorcycles on the other. And a few more motorcycles have crossed this side as well. If Jason had to guess, it'd be about four or five motorcycles have also made their way into Jamestown. Oh, they've already crossed. That's what I wanted to check That's on. That's a really great question, isn't it? Do you want to know more? Hey, Mike, would you say the sword is a vital component to his ritual? <laughs> I would say the sword is, in fact, a vital component to his ritual. He puts the Vitae cum and vital <laughs> I refuse to laugh at that. That was such a stretch. No, even, no, that, no. Was, that was good. It was you are such bad a people. You have to give it to him. No, that was good. So, Jason, you have the lore sheet Lupine Expert? Yes. So, Jason has the Lupine Expert lore sheet, which he is going to use to investigate the Lupine's actions in crossing over. All right. Give me a roll of intelligence plus insight and add another die for your lupine expert lore sheet. That is five successes. Holy shit. Okay, so on five successes, um, the the low-hanging fruit that would have taken many fewer successes to get is that lupines have what they call kinfolk who follow them. They are mortals that are likely to breed a werewolf. They are... Almost certainly not affected by this ward. It seems likely that Sniffs the Exhaust has been sending them across tonight, probably to cover his approach. From the sound of the motorcycles on the other side, also trying to spitball and come with more things to give you for that number of success, he has some placed on both sides of this river, possibly in case the Coterie betrays him. Off of that, a little more though, this whole thing with Vortex Industries. Yeah, I was not expecting them to be here. The fact that Vortex Industries is associated with twisting and destroying environments, that puts Jason in the mindset that they may be associated with a werewolf tribe known as the Black Spiral Dancers, who are known to rejoice in such acts of destruction. Those three trucks that he can hear idling beside him, they're probably part of the plan to attack Sniffs the Exhaust as he crosses. God damn it, you assholes. Could you be any more obvious right now? (laughs) Oh yeah, that's what they were, as obvious. 
I'm just Do gonna you let us know this information. <clears throat> we hear the Clear Visions tour bus pull up shortly thereafter. We can hear the hydraulics of the purple painted tour bus that has Clear Visions beautiful mustached face painted on the side, and it says Clear Visions, television's favorite medium. Didn't we already send the bus across during the yeah, day? We did. You see that driving away. <laughs> 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 Rosetta gives you a big thumbs up. <laughs> she actually passes you. <laughs> she honks the horn and you hear clear visions. <laughs> I fucking miss doing this. <laughs> so you guys tell me, I don't know what you're, I don't know what car the Coterie is driving right now because oh, you see Rosetta very carefully tied up her own SUV. She gave Clear Visions, she, Rosetta gave Clear Visions' torpid body a very reproachful look. I want to hide and let Gordon know that uh, Vortex is here. I feel like we're just hiding in the bushes. Really? Yeah. Hiding in the bushes, polishing your swords. Yeah, I've done that a lot. Standing in a circle. So <laughs> clip that. Polish them as fast as possible. God. If you're last, you don't want to know what happens if you're last. I would like to... That's exactly <laughs> it. You certainly get to feed. Oh, I don't oh need to feed. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to make a some kind of preparedness roll to see if I can have some pipe bombs. Give me intelligence plus resources. This is going to be real big, guys. Oh, no, my intelligence isn't bad. Can I help him with my resources? <laughs> I think, yeah, totally. Add a, how many dots do you have in it? One. Yeah, add one die to your pool for this. It's four successes. Gordon was very fortunately prepared for this. He does, in fact, have two pipe bombs with him. And you said we had, there are three trucks? Three trucks. Okay, okay. Um. <clears throat> so you tell us about the trucks, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Gordon is going to stealth his way to those trucks. So Gordon rifles through his bags and draws out two pipe bombs, making his way towards the trucks. Three of them appear to be idling along the road running parallel to the Wildcat River. Give me a roll of dexterity plus stealth. Jesus Christ. Are there more dice at the table? Do you need like... I got like 10 more if you need them. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's seven successes. Gordon has decades of training in this sort of operation. This is his bread and butter. What he does very well, it's almost pointless to make him roll for it because he's just going to succeed at it anyway. That's about right. So he's going to take and attach the pipe bones to the uh, gas tanks. Like, I'm assuming that they are parked like three in a row, right? They are. So he's going to put one on each of the outer ones so that they'll blow up and land on the middle one. Very well. Um, and then, you know, he's going to prepare the, the remote de detonator and then he's going to stealth back to the group and say, when we're ready, I'll blow the trucks. Give me a roll of intelligence plus technology. Oh, this do you have a specialty in explosives? I do not. <laughs> For the benefit of our listeners, during our first Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, I had a player who was very, very committed to being an explosives expert. And I am calling for this dice roll on his behalf. You're welcome, Chris. I'm going to rouse the blood. I do not get hungry. If he does poorly, please make sure that they know you should have been here. Oh, I'm going to do poorly because I have zero in technology. <laughs> I'm going to willpower. <clears throat> That's three successes. Gordon's pretty sure it'll work. Not particularly artistic, but they'll probably go off when he detonates them. Crude, but effective. It works. After learning about 
the potential for any werewolf familiars to have crossed over already. I want Tommaso to make an attempt to see if he can tell where the ones that have crossed over might be coming from. So give me a dice roll of intelligence plus streetwise. How many of us I can't can help? Oh. I can't. I don't have any dots in that. Oh, I do. Yeah, so... Yeah, so how many dots do you have in Streetwise? Three. Add three dots to your pool. <laughs> yeah. How many dice do you have in this? Uh, with all those, eight. Eight. Do you want to roll it, or do you want to take half? I think I'm going to roll it. Okay. All right, so listen. Uh, based on what I know from lupine behavior, they're most likely to come from this direction. Okay, I'll take a look. Appreciate it, kid. Six successes. Tommaso has no trouble tracking the motorcycles through the street and notices that each of them has pulled up in front of Ridley's. And now, as he looks, there are figures laying prone on the roof of Ridley's. They seem to have rifles in front of them that have a view of both Vortex Industries as well as the Wildcat River. Interesting. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was really hoping to get ahead of this. Yeah. Yeah. So they. Are these people. With sniffs or are they against sniffs? They're with. They're why, with. Why yeah, would they be looking at vortex then? Kinsfolk. They're basically like a ghoul would be to you. Yeah. No. I meant like, are they with? Are they part of Vortex's crew or are they part of Sniff's crew? They they came from the other side. They're yeah, part so of they're part Sniff's of... crew. Okay. So that's a. I'm okay with that. Right. We should be okay with that. Yeah. It's interesting that they're watching Vortex. Yeah. I definitely pass that information along. Yeah. This is when we finally see clear visions. He's wearing one of those like old timey sort of speedos that's like real big, and he has a swim cap on and goggles. <laughs> All <laughs> like of those it. little tiny, yellow. like yeah, little tiny swimmer goggles. <laughs> and he says, "Why are we worried? We're just going for a swim, right? According to everyone, I just wanted to go for a night jaunt." Yeah, yeah, sure. That's that's great. You you look fantastic. Thank you. I came prepared. I almost drowned last time. Traffic continues passing alongside out front of Jamestown, driving across the Wildcat River in the twisted single lane rusted bridge that leads across it. We can hear motorcycles in the distance. We hear diesel trucks idling. What do you wish to do? Are we ready to do this? Are we ready? As ready as we're going to be. I mean, how much time do we have before the cult shows up? Oh, we need to be here. We do not need to be here when they get here. I would highly recommend we are already on that other side. Yeah, that's a fair point. I began doing knee bends. <laughs> so we've got how much time before you they show up? You can add one dot to anything that I <laughs> ask for athletics for <laughs> the rest of the session. Does that give you one? I'm doing my old-timey <laughs> calisthenics. <laughs> yep, you get a dot added to athletics for the rest and of the session. do squats. <laughs> how much time do we think we have before the, the cult shows up? Not long. Yes, yeah, like How much 30, time do you need? Minutes? It's been a while. We've been slow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I only need like three minutes, but I can drag this out if I need to. You know, I only God damn minutes. it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we got it in recording. We've <laughs> <laughs> been playing it for boys. <laughs> by, by the way, I gave that. I'm very efficient with my time. <laughs> to my listeners, my wife is very happy. Anyway. <laughs> by, by the way, I gave that to you for putting up with all the jokes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was nice of you. Can I take yours? <laughs> Maybe. Go ahead. Give him your, some of your vital components. So are we ready? Yeah, I'd yeah. say we go as yeah. soon as possible. Uh, yeah, we want to give Sniff some time to set up here for when the cultists do show up. As ready as we're ever going to be. Okay. 
So I'm going to draw my sword and let the <laughs> enough is enough for the yeah. love of God. He I'm didn't sorry. Say, he didn't say unsheath. Come yes, on. that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. That's what I he thought just whips of. his right. sword out. <laughs> so I just whip it out. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't tell you guys. You have to. We have to be naked to get across this time. <laughs> I'm already halfway there. <laughs> Hope you guys like burn scars. And I'm, I'm going to uh, let the moonlight reflect off of it to give a signal to Sniffs on the other side, telling him to be ready. We're about to go. He's not blind. <laughs> Receiving a minus one to <laughs> He goes into frenzy from seeing the moonlight or whatever it is that these lupines do. He actually it. werewolf changes again. <laughs> Jason uses moon blast. It's super effective. <laughs> Yes, I like that. (laughs) As Jason signals off of his sword, he recalls his military training and Morse code, and he notices that a headlight in the distance, a single headlight, as though it's mounted at the front of a motorcycle, has been clicked on three times, marking an affirmative. All right, here it goes. I take my finger and I draw in the sand a line and then I draw another line like an X and then I pick up a handful of sand and I throw it over my right shoulder (laughs) (laughs) like I have been taught before by Jason to do before crossing this river. Jason, I need a roll of intelligence plus blood sorcery. As Jason draws his sword, the moonlight reflecting across it, now with his heightened occult awareness he can see the soft shimmering red light of the ward surrounding jamestown in view he's a bit better prepared this time more likely to have better success on this round <laughs> um i need two more times you got it oh, oh god right. would you say that there are too many dice in your hand it is a handful. How many dice is that? Jesus Christ. Almost as much as that. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll never touch uh, Gordon's awesomeness with dice. Well, there's two crits in there. Yes. Oh, nice. Jeez. None of them on hunger dice. Good. That's Jesus or, Wait, Christ. nope. Sorry. One of them is. Psych. <laughs> Plus. Jason, Jason should embrace his bestial nature more often. So. That's 11 successes. Holy shit. <laughs> Almost so. as good as the uh, 13 I had on Sniffs the last time. <laughs> when you snuck up on him. I'm telling you, that guy's a yeah. good luck charm. I know. We right? need him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> we should cut his foot off and make it a werewolf foot. <laughs> a lucky paw. He's going to wear that around their neck all the time. Not me. Jason opens his second sight, gazes beyond this world, and he watches the red light of the ward shimmer into existence, stretches out with his sword, and slashes it into completely destroying it. He also realizes that this means anyone who is trapped inside of this is probably going to be able to get out now. Wait, is that a permanent effect? That is the messy critical. So, oh shit, I was too good. <laughs> Wait, but that's the <laughs> signal, boys. And I start going in the water. So my intention was for this to only last about 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so how long does this last for? 30, 40 years. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay, come on. I mean, I uh, broke the ward. We don't have to go to any other cities. <laughs> We're done. We're, We're done. One. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Let's go home. The ward that was keeping Kindred in is maybe broken. 
the number we were looking for was six. So <laughs> <laughs> fucking blackjack, homie. <laughs> Jason is so effective at tearing through this ward, much unlike the first time you crossed. Now Jason has had some time to study and develop and grow his skills, and he is able to rip this apart and lead the coterie safely across. None of you suffer any ill effects from the ward, though it may not be coming back anytime soon. Oh, wow, kid. Nice nice work. That was a lot better. Good job. Good job. Okay, now, now we got... Doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> so... I saw the look. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to. Can I like roll with some awareness on that? See if, yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought that was that was just brilliant. You know, us really working together to do our spell. I'm gonna do the same thing. Can I apply my instincts? I did my to little that? charm. Oh yeah, totally. And it really <laughs> amplified so that, you this time. Extra? I think. Yeah. 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 All right. right. Okay. <laughs> the coterie steps dripping wet. Out of the banks of the Wildcat River. That's three successes on what? Uh, what's awareness? And four for me. How many dice does Jason have in uh, manipulation plus subterfuge? Three. You had three successes? Mm -hmm. Four. Four. You are both aware that there has been an ill consequence of this. So so I think think we both look at each other first and we're like, raise our eyebrows. How long is this spell supposed to last? Yeah, what's going on here, kid? It'll last probably longer than I intended. Uh... (laughs) I, I'm just, what, what's longer than you intended? Do you know how long? Why, and and what, how big is the area? Why Why are we questioning this? He's the best sorcerer that we know. Of course it's going to last years. Because we don't <laughs> want the end of the guys getting out. Yeah, the this is a problem. We only wanted us to get out. We yeah, that power I gained out. from the vault uh, really amplified my uh, my powers, and uh, I kind of underestimated myself. Uh, you should have been using that periodically then. I knew you had it in you all along. <laughs> you know, so, the power of knowledge. So Clear Visions reaches his hand straight into the air and grabs the towel that Teresa was carrying when she flew across the river <laughs> and starts to dry himself off. Did always she bring clothes for you? No, just the towel. I always come prepared. Like Apparently not think, enough prayer. I like, I like to think that I hopped across the rocks that they were using before because I didn't want to get my guns wet. Ooh, you may have been able to do that. We'll find out <laughs> at a dramatically I, 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 appropriate way to ask moment. for a dexterity you check. calisthenics? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> you also two. did not stretch. <laughs> I got a two in athletics. I don't need to stretch. Get out of here. <laughs> the coterie emerges... Sodding? What's the word for dripping wet? Sopping. Sopping wet, thank you. The coterie emerges from the Wildcat River. Emerge sobbing. (laughs) (laughs) Sobbing with joy. Sopping wet, Clear Vision stretches his hand overhead and snatches a towel dropped by Teresa. You step forward onto the road out front of Jamestown, and behind you we can see the lights of Jamestown stretching out in the distance. And you can see now a very large, long caravan of motorcycles and pickup trucks waiting on the other side we see a set we see a single headlight turn on we hear the roar of the engine of a motorcycle cruise forward just a little bit hear the click of the kickstand and we see the tall long curly brown haired figure of sniffs the exhaust step off sniffs the exhaust is tall and thin very pale slender face steps forward 
looks at the coterie, and he says, Well, y'all came just like you were supposed to. We had a deal. Well, you think we're not going to live up to our word? Looks like you lived up to yours. And you just happened to have made a deal with the best blood sorcerer in town, so the way couldn't be any safer for you. I am counting my blessings. Now I've known more than a few leeches that I can't trust much further that I can throw them. So you'll pardon me if I'm not here to exchange pleasantries. I'm here to get across this river. We made our deal. I knocked off eight kindred from your number. I'm just looking for another ten from you. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. So we've... Yeah, we've made uh, some preparations for you. And you've got uh, a present from us on the other side here in about, what, 15 minutes? They'll be arriving? Oh, yes. I have spoken with some former associates of mine, and they are going to have a meeting party for you on the other side of the river. So if you want, I could have young Jason here, you know, do the same thing that he did to get us on this side, open it back up, and then you could just walk right through. I need Clairvisions to give me a roll of manipulation persuasion. I got two successes. Now, when you say you've got a welcoming party for me on the other side, is that a fail? Because I got a one on a a hunger dice. (laughs) But you don't have two ones, right? You only need one. It's a fail and a one on a hunger dice. Yeah. You didn't fail. If it's a fail, that's why I asked. Yeah, this is important. Yes, that is a failure. (laughs) That is a bestial failure. Sniffs, in order to help Sniffs the exhaust, steps off his motorcycle, walks over to Clear Visions, and you see now in the moonlight, even though he is thin, he is wiry. It's almost like he's getting taller and his shadow is growing longer. He looms over Clear Visions, who is not a short man. He looks down at him and he says, Now I'm hearing that you told those leeches on the other side that they should expect me. I I meant that I told them that we would be meeting them there and that this is the place where we could cross. So I, I don't think they'll be expecting you. I'm just going to go ahead and say that Tommaso has his strap on the shotgun that's holstered over his shoulder in case he needs to draw it quickly. Sniffs, I understand how you may be upset by something like that. Imagine our surprise when we found your snipers on the building across from the rift. And we know they were your snipers, but in order as a parting gift from us to you, we also found that there were three Vortex Industry uh, trucks on the other side. They are wired to blow with this here detonator. So isn't that an interesting combo? We pay off our debt and kindred to you, and you get to blow up a Vortex truck. Three, in fact. I believe you if you blow that right now. You want me to blow it right now? Right now. Blow it. clicks it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Roll a d10 for me. Jeez. You dropped it. You roll it again with disadvantage. <laughs> there is no such thing as disadvantage. Bullshit. Roll it once. Oh my god, it's cocked. It's cocked. That's cocked. It's a six. Roll it one more time. It's a zero. It's a ten. It's a ten. You remember after Gen Con, I said, I'm adopting a rule that if you drop dice, you re-roll them with disadvantage. That's true. He did. But anyway. Gordon holds the silver detonator in his hand, thrusts it into Sniffs the Exhaust face, clicks the button, and immediately a geyser of flame bursts out from two of the Vortex Energy tanker trucks. 
They are driven skyward as the fuel they're carrying ignites. We see them launch upward and flip over, landing on the center truck, creating a massive fireball reaching to the skies. We don't even look. We just keep looking at the werewolves. Yeah, Gordon is just staring Sniffs in the eyes. Good job, Spy Man. That sounded really cool. (laughs) Gordon takes sunglasses out and puts them on as it goes off. Sniffs the exhaust, looks at Gordon and says, you know, you really should have been one of us. Let me know sometime if you're ever looking for employment. I got a place for you. Gordon pulls out his side and uh, takes a business card and says, you can reach me at this number if you need to get in touch. It's all black. Of course. <laughs> Slides it into his pocket. Not even metal. <laughs> it hasn't. <laughs> it, it's black ink with the number written in black ink. <laughs> it's a black background with black ink number. <laughs> One is like that, like ultra black. It's it's yeah. interesting. It's two tone black. It's neat. Right. <laughs> oh, yes. Very subtle. All right. Exactly. We've more than held up our end of the bargain. You gonna get going? You gonna send your your magic boy here to get us across, Jason? Jason. Oh, one other thing, Sniffs. Um, We're in the process of taking down this ward. So give us a week's time and it'll be down. Well, that sounds nice. You'll certainly have my appreciation if you take this down. Now, I'm going to grab just the rest of us and get across. You'll forgive me if, after that display, I'm still not entirely trusting of you. Sure. Would you like to leave one of your men on this side with us while you cross? Sniffs the exhaust, claps Gordon on the back, and says, I like that you think there'd only be one. He starts to walk towards the river. You notice that no one stays behind. Can I do a... Perception check to see if I see any of his guys in the yes, woods. We need to roll on that. Absolutely. Sorry, wits awareness. Yeah, wits awareness is going to have a higher difficulty than wits survival. If I can add instincts to that, I'm going for it. You can, yes. Okay. Tomasa could definitely add instincts. All right, I'm going for that. You're going to do it? Okay. Yeah. I'll let you do it then. Can I help him? You have two, yeah. Add two dice to that. Okay. I don't know why I'm picturing you two like butt to butt, back to back, <laughs> looking in every direction, and Never you've been was. doing it nonstop. That is. Three successes. Tommaso is fairly certain there's no one in these trees. Looks good to me, spy man. I still don't trust it. I don't know why we're talking. After that last display, uh, we ain't got a lot of time. Uh, so yeah, so go get to it then. And with that, I saunter up to the river and with a big dramatic sideways slash, I attempt to cut this veil again. All right, give me one more roll of intelligence plus blood sorcery. I'm going to willpower that. Oh, that is so many fives. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That is four successes. Is that your final answer? I didn't realize there were multiple layers to this ward. (laughs) As Jason stretches out his sword, he realizes he's been a little careless. This ward is the result of years and years of work by blood sorcerers, as well as work by Minerva herself and the cult contains more elements and more power than he knew what to do with. He was overconfident. Whatever he broke before, it only was what was trapping kindred within. 
whatever power was keeping lupines out, that power comes directly from the Methuselah vampire that built this ward itself. He watches as Sniffs the Exhaust and his tribe of werewolves step into the Wildcat River, begin to walk across. A twist of sickly black light wraps around them. Sniffs the exhaust, falls to his knees. His body begins to elongate, his arms shifting forward. His knees grow another joint. He stands up, fur raising along his back. And Jason returns to reality as the first gunshot is fired. It is a near miss. Jason hears a single rifle round echo off of a river rock beside him as the werewolf kinfolk believe they have been betrayed. Guys, run. I immediately look at Sniffs the Exhaust. Clear visions. A monster. Turns his eyes towards Sniffs the Exhaust. Sniffs the Exhaust is beginning to fill with rage and shift in towering almost 10 feet tall turns ahead towards clear visions. I point my arm and extend my finger in his direction and look right at him. And my eyes turn black as I use fatal precognition. And I'm going to see a vision of his death. I rolled a two on my check, which is not great. Uh, difficulty bases three or more at the vampire or the storyteller's discretion. And since I failed, I am immediately blind for the remainder of this scene. <laughs> And I'm unable to use my power. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what do you say when you go blind? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> I was just going to do a little curse and run, and it did not work. <laughs> I activate fleetness. <laughs> I'm about to run into the river. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. I do get hungrier. You see Gordon reach inside of his jacket and pulls out the holy hand grenade that he had from... Several sessions ago. Oh, shit. And he activates it and throws it at Sniffs and says, Here, boy, catch! As soon as, as soon as Tommaso sees Gordon reach into his jacket, he's booking it for the, for the bus. Jason's intention, I know he's activating fleetness. Is he I'm just going to dash out of range of this massive explosion? All right, Mr. Gordon. Yeah, you've already done something. Oh, we have God. no clue what this does, by the way. Yeah, that's why I'm running. I just call it the holy hand grenade, but we have no clue what it does. We're going to start with a roll of dexterity plus athletics. This is the end of the podcast if you fail. <laughs> this is where we recast. Oh, boy. Not nearly as good as my stealth roll. It's not, not enough. <laughs> Gordon reaches inside of his jacket and he withdraws the silver bottle-shaped object that he took off of two cult members that he slew on behalf of the Camarilla. He knows it's an artifact of some power, draws back to throw. What is your result? Eight successes. Knees weak. Arms sweaty. <laughs> and he whips it. <laughs> Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> Oh, shit, I threw the wrong thing. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a greeting card. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that tip long. <laughs> Gordon, with the composure of a lifetime as a CIA agent, swallows down mom's spaghetti, <laughs> gathers himself, and with unerring accuracy, places this hand grenade 
between the entirety of Sniffs the Exhaust's pack as they are transforming. He watches as yet again tonight there is a gout of flame. This flame is a neon blue erupting outward in a massive spiral twisting upward. We see all of Sniffs the Exhaust and his pack of Bone Nars get caught up in it, tossed to the side like a tornado, and then in the moment all of them turn to ash. This entire pack of 12 lupines gone. Oh god! And I hit the ground. Fuck Gordon, yeah! <laughs> I was not expecting that. Wow. Talk about coming in clutch. Hey, I guess we don't have to give him any vampires now, huh? Was that good? What happened? Claire, you all right? And then you look and you can see I have like the oblivion like effect over my eyes. Oh, oh, no, he's 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 not good. Hold on. Hey, clear, clear. Did you see that? Did you see that? No, he's I, I he's not seeing much of anything. Hey, come here, old man. I got you. I told you not to look at the light. I loved it when you pulled out that RPG that I told you to bring and, and shoot it. <laughs> Is that right? No. Uh, no, no, it's not right. Listen, we need to get on the bus and go now. We'll tell you about it on the way. Come on. Let's get out of here. Yeah. The coterie hears more gunfire in the distance. It paused for a moment, shocked by what they just witnessed. They can hear more of the lupine kinfolk returning fire, attempting to avenge their fallen comrades. That is a wonderful moment for us to wrap up this session. I think that we should do stains and convictions as our coterie runs towards the bus. By the way, everyone, I reminded him he had that, so you're welcome. I'm a little disappointed because I was looking forward to getting to play a rampaging lupine, and I didn't get to. <laughs> Sorry, Mike, you know I have to demi- deny you. <laughs> This is the part of our chronicle where we track the moral degeneration of our kindred as they commit increasingly despicable acts and lose touch with their humanity. In this chronicle, our convictions are ashes are a poor foundation, give respect but demand it too, and united we stand, divided we fall. Mr. Fletcher, I personally would charge you with... I think you should go last. Oh, okay. Mr. Fletcher... You'll suck. I just want to get this the court is called a recess. We will come back. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting a stay because of what you just pulled off. I Your think. crimes are so heinous. <laughs> We're calling in the media. <laughs> We're opening these doors. <laughs> Trial by Twitter. Clear Visions. No. So Clear Visions has the convictions of vision without action is but a dream. Uncover the truth in all things and you are nothing more than your reputation. Clear Visions upheld his convictions and did not violate any tenets. All right. Jason Driston has the personal convictions of punish the guilty, protect the innocent, and orders our purpose. So Jason Driston is accused of violating Ashes Are a Poor Foundation by leaving Lonnie to potentially face the wrath of the Darugdua as well as a lupine war. Jason, believing that the Nosferatu would actually be safe in their hideout, uh, told them using his conviction of orders our purpose, that they were given their orders and should remain and do their job. So Tommaso Galenti has the personal convictions of always keep your sworn word and don't indulge in wanton violence. Tommaso did not violate any personal convictions or chronicle tenets. So Gordon Fletcher has the personal convictions of my clan, right or wrong, and always keep your sworn word. 
A rule at our table is that murdering a mortal always incurs a stain. Now we get into some of the other activities of his evening. For instance, I have to call out that he made no effort to determine who was driving the three trucks that he blew up. For instance. They were orphans, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. The stolen car is not really a big deal. Like, I don't care about that. I care I care about the GTA slow-mo <laughs> roll out the window escape. <laughs> just because it's a bad music video, it's so overdone. Yeah, he just gets a stain for like played out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we feel that the murder incurs another stain? Because I sort of think that murdering this random girl and hiding her body that way in a car crash does get into ashes are a poor foundation. It's also united we stand, divided we fall, because the plan was to keep her around, and it sort of got lost in translation, but the plan was to keep her as a blood bag, basically. Yeah, I was going to say, the plan was to use her as a blood bag, right? The the table agreed that she was going to die. No, not die. Well, not necessarily die, but she Ideally, was she'd live used. a healthy 75 years, and I would be able to leech off of her the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> slaughtering a bunch of werewolves that was protecting your coterie. Oh, that's clearly Ashes are a poor foundation because he literally made the mash. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But sir, I'm going to offset that by the demand respect. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This bitch bitch has been disrespecting me the entire time. You definitely demanded it. (laughs) Sure as hell, man. God, that was my favorite villain and he's gone now. (laughs) I need to look back over mine and Mike's messages, but I'm pretty sure Mike was just like, it's a holy hand grenade. Gordon Fletcher, because of your murder of Hannah, you are given one stain. What is the result of your remorse roll? Gordon feels remorseful for the unfortunate death of Hannah um, at his hands during a feeding frenzy. Awesome. I feel remorseful, too. I'm sorry, Hannah. (laughs) You were a good character. As were you, sniffs the exhaust. He does not feel. Here to he do. does not feel remorse for none about of us do. Ashes in the wind now. A sure lot. He misses his bad guy. <laughs> no, just get to make a new one. <laughs> I just can't wait to put a metal business card on Hannah's grave. <laughs> <laughs> Lost so many good things tonight. Lots of my favorite NPCs are gone. I lost so many brain cells today. <laughs> Yeah, but we do that every time. Hey everyone, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us again. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by... I'm Russell, playing Gordon. Ben, playing Tommaso. Nick, playing Jason. And Josh, playing Clear Visions. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. I hope that you can come to our next Monster Game Night. Hey, how do you guys like your steaks? Well done. (laughs) Through my chest. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike. No, it's good. I knew that could happen.